<coughs> we are in Paragimel and we're up to Mishnah Tet. Says the Mishnah, the ninth Mishnah, Shlosha Achin Nisuin Shalosh Nochrios. So we have our case over here with three brothers, and they're married to three women who are unrelated. So we're going to have Ruvain, Shimon, and Levi, are all brothers. And they're married to three women. Ruvain is married to Rachel, Shimon's married to Leah, and Levi's married to Sarah, and none of these women are related to each other. Umeis echad mehen. hasheni maimer umeis. So the case is the following. Ruvain dies. When Ruvain dies, his wife Rachel falls out in Yibum, both to Shimon and to Levi. Now, the second brother Shimon does Mimer on her, on Rachel, and then dies. Again, Mimer is this quasi-Kedushin, which um, does not really do a Deraisa type of a Yibum, um, but does do something. We'll see over here. All right, Elu Cholzos Velomisyabmos. The din, says the Mishnah, is that these two women, after Shimon dies, and Shimon had a full wife in Leah, and a mimer type of a wife in Rachel, both of these women should do chalitza and not yibum. Shenemar umeis echad mehem yivam yavo aleya. The Pasuk in Devarim Chafhei says that when one of the brothers dies, the yavam, her yavam, should do yibum, should have relations with her. She'aleha zikas yavam echad. That the drush over there is only a woman who falls out and you do yibum to her is only a woman who has a zika of one yavam. Means she's falling from one guy. And not a woman who has two yibums on her over here, two zikas on her over here, a woman who's falling from two guys. Meaning the problem over here is that since Shimon did um, mimer, so we see her as still she's falling from Ruvain, her original husband. Rachel's still falling from Ruvain, her original husband. Um, because the mimer did not really fully um, acquire her to Shimon. Um, so when Shimon dies, she's still really falling from Ruvain. But we do see the mimer as if it did something. And therefore, when Shimon dies, she's also falling from Shimon. So therefore, we have a problem that this woman looks like she's falling from two guys, Reuven and Shimon, and therefore we um, and therefore we can't have uh, therefore we can't have her be doing yibum because of this pasuk. Um, it, it really is rabbinic over here in nature, this halacha. Um, since the rabbis instituted there should be a mimer by a yavama, and it's, that this could happen, so they don't really want two yavamas coming from one house to both be doing yibum. Meaning, deraisa, this woman, Rachel, is falling from Ruvain, and the woman, Levi, is falling from Shimon. But since the rabbis instituted Mimer, it looks like Rachel and Leah are both falling from Shimon. Since the Araisa, something has to happen to both of these women separately because they have two separate nephilas, two different fallings into Yibum. But we don't want to do Yibum to one and Chalitza to one because it looks like you're doing a Yibum to a woman who's falling from a guy who you already did Chalitza from. I mean, normally if Ruvain, let's say, is married to two women and Ruvain dies and both of his wives fall out to Shimon, so you really only do 
chalitza yibum, you would only do yibum to one woman. That would be it. But over here, we really would have to see these women as separate because the Mimer d- didn't change their status to Arisa. So there's really two separate fallings from two separate houses. But since the Mimer makes it look like they're falling from the same house, we don't want there to be a Yibum um, and, a, and a Chalitza, or, of course, even worse, would be two Yibums where it looks like they're falling from the same house. Rav Shimon's going to argue over here. Rav Shimon Omer, Miyabim Reb Shimon says, no, go ahead. You can do Yibum to e- either of them, whichever one of these women you want, Rachel or Leah, and you can be Cholet to the other one. Now the reason that the Bartanur explains over here in Reb Shimon is Reb Shimon says um, that either we see Mimer as if it, it, it acquires the woman completely, or we see Mimer as if it did nothing. We don't see this middle ground like we had by the Chachamim, by the Tanakama, by the first opinion. So therefore, if this woman... Rachel was really fully acquired to Shimon through Mimer. So then fine. So then you have Rachel and Leah falling out from Shimon. So Levi can do Yibum to one of them. And it would and that would be it. That would be sufficient. But if Mimer did nothing, then Rachel's falling from Ruvain and Leah's falling from Shimon. So Levi could do Yibum to one of them, no problem. He could really even do Yibum to two of them in that case. So Either way, you can at least do Yibum to one. And if Rachel and Leah are both falling from Shimon, so then you can't do Yibum to both. But you have to do something to both of them because maybe, since we are in doubt and we don't know what Mimer does, it, but it either is completely makes her Rachel Shimon's wife or did nothing at all. On the side to say that it did nothing at all, so you have to do either Yibum or Chalitza both to Rachel and Leah. But you can't do Yibum to both because maybe Rachel is really Shimon's full wife now, and both Rachel and Leah fell from Shimon, and you can't do Yibum to two women who fall from one guy. So therefore we do Yibum to one, and Chalitza to the other. That's the opinion of Rabbi Shimon. Continues the Mishnah, So now we have two brothers, Ruvain and Shimon, who are married to two sisters, Rachel and Leah. So the case is now that one of the brothers dies, Ruvain dies, and afterwards Shimon's wife Leah dies. Now the question is, can Shimon go ahead and do Yibum to Rachel now that the sister Leah is dead? No, the Mishnah says no, that since when Rachel first fell in Yibum, Leah was alive, so there was a moment in time when she was Aser, so therefore she will remain Aser forever, even after Leah dies. Continuing on to Mishnah Yud. Shnaim shekitshu shtei nashim, v'b'sha'as k'nisasan l'chopa, echlifu es shelzeh lezeh v'es shelzeh lezeh. The case over here is we have two guys. Um, we'll call them um, Ruvain and Shimon, um, but they're not related, at least not in this point in the Mishnah. They're not related. And at the time, now Kedushin and um, Chuppah and Nesuin were done at two separate times in the times of the Mishnah. For us now, we do them both together under the Chuppah, but in, that, in those times, there were two separate times. The Kedushin could have been um, months and months earlier than the actual Nesuin, the actual marriage at the Chuppah. So two brothers do the Kedushin to two women. So Ruvain is um, Mekadesh Rachel, Shimon is Mekadesh Leah. 
then at the time when they go to get married in the chuppah, so accidentally, by mistake, they switch women. So Ruvain takes Leah as a wife, and Shimon takes Rachel as a wife. So it was Bishkaga, but they're both Chayiv because of Eshesach. Once a woman is Mekudeshet, that she's engaged, that is the Deraisa, the biblical status of being married. And so they're both were Chayiv on Eshesach. Since it was by accident, so they'll bring a, a sacrifice in the temple. Um, we're not going to kill anybody for doing something by accident, but um, they are Chayiv. Now what if the same case, but Ruvain and Shimon were brothers, so then adds the Mishnah, they're also Chayev not only because of Eshes Ish, of a married woman, but also Eshes Ach, the wife of a brother. Adds the Mishnah third stage, that if they were sisters, meaning Rachel and Leah, then there's another Chayev added on top, which is not to marry two sisters. Because each one of these guys married one of the sisters through Kedushin and the other one through Nisuin. V'im hayu nidos. What if the women were nida? So, adds the Mishnah, Mishum nida. So then we'll add on Mishum nida. So, there's a Chiddush in the Mishnah over here that if the guys are brothers and the girls are sisters and the women are nida, I could have over here four different Isurim. We could have an Eshes Ish, a married woman, an Eshes Ach, the wife of a brother, an Achos Isha, the sister of his wife, and the Isser of Nida over here, all added on. The Chiddush over here is in the Parsha of Ein Isser Chal Al Isser. Normally we say that you can't be Chayiv on two Isserim. If something's Aser, it doesn't become more Aser. You can't have two separate Isserim fall out onto the same thing. Over here, the Chiddush is that this Tana, who wrote our Mishnah, holds that you only say, Ein Isser Chalal Isser, that you don't compile two Isurim on top of each other, um, except when it's dealing with one of the following three cases, and those are Bevas Achas, when the two Isurim come together at the same time, or Be'isser Kolal, or Be'isser Mosif. We're going to explain what Isser Kolal and Isser Mosif mean, but we see each of these three principles... Um, are, are come out in this Mishnah. So when um, Ruvain went and married Rachel, so she was an Eshes Ish. But if Ruvain and Shimon are brothers, so Rachel becomes Aser to Shimon because of Eshes Ish and because of Eshes Achiv at the same time. They're simultaneous. That's called Bavas Achas. So in that case, this Tana holds that yes, we would say two Isurim could compound and fall out and, and on top of each other. You could have both Isurim. The next level that the Mishnah adds is if the two women were sisters. So now again, when Ruvain marries Rachel, so that, that is going to Aser Shimon twice, once because of Eshes Ish, once because of Eshes uh, Achiv. Then when Shimon goes and marries um, Leah, who is the sister of Rachel, since that marriage is going to um, usher, is, is going to usher all of the other sisters who were Leah's sisters, not only Rachel, but let's say they have another sister named Sarah, it's going to also usher Sarah on Shimon. That's called an Isser Kolo. I mean, it, it is including more people. So the Isser of Shimon 
by marrying Leah, it's true that he can't add more Isser vis-a-vis Rachel, but he's adding a whole new Isser on a single sister called Sarah out there, who otherwise wouldn't have been Usser to him, except that he married her sister. Since we usher Sarah because of Achos Isha, so we'll also usher her sister Rachel because of Achos Isha. And now we have three Isurim on Rachel vis-a-vis Shimon, Eshes Ish, Eshes Achiv, and Achos Isha. Now when we add on the Isser of Nida, so that is called it's an Isser Mosif. It's adding more Isser onto this woman. We're not adding a new woman to become Aser. But when this woman, Rachel, is Enida, she's also Aser to her own husband. So therefore, it added more Isser on her. So since it added more Isser on her vis-a-vis her husband, that's true for everybody else also. And that Isser will be Chal. It will compound and fall out on that woman. So we could find a case with four different Isurim falling out on this woman. And even though normally we say you don't compound Isurim on top of each other, with these three principles of Bevas Achas simultaneously and Isser Kolol and Isser Mosif, Isser Kolol is adding more women and Isser Mosif is making that woman more awesome. Um, finishes off the Mishnah by saying, Umafrishin Osan Gimel Chodashim Shemam Ubaros Hen. Um, that we want these women now to return to their husbands because everything was a mistake. It's like an ONS case. And if a woman was a married woman and she had relations with somebody else through rape or through some other um, case where it wasn't on purpose, so she does, she's allowed to go back and get married to her husband as long as her husband is not a coin. Um, so we will separate this um, woman for three months before we allow her to go back to her husband because perhaps she became pregnant from that, um, that, that relationship that she shouldn't have been having. So we want to discern um, between the Zera Kasher and the Zera Apostle, between the relationship that she had, which was kosher, and the relationship she had, it wasn't kosher. Vim hayu ktanos she'enam ru'uyos leiled. What if these women were ktanos, they were underaged, and it was impossible for them to become pregnant and to give birth because of their age? Then we'll let them go back to their husbands right away because there's no reason to discern um, between for the children because there won't be any children. If these women happen to have been a bas kohen, so they become puzzled from eating truma, even after they are, let's say their husbands die or their husbands divorce them and they go back to their father's house, normally a bas kohen is allowed to return to her father's house and eat truma under those circumstances. But over here, even though it happened through an onus, a... Um, a type of a case which was not intentional, still it renders the women uh, puzzle from being able to eat truma. That's the end of the Mishnah and the end of the third paragraph.